we have been talking about growing your food truck business from one truck to several. Today we're going to be talking about growing the owner. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore, founder of foodtrucktraining.group. Today we're talking about the impact on you as the leader of your business and how your job changes when you take on that second truck. The moment you make that decision to open a second truck, your job changes. You might still be doing the shopping and the prep and the service activities. Your focus right now is now split. Instead of paying attention to the activities that are directly in front of you, your mind is racing, thinking about what you must do to get ready for that next food truck. Things like, you know, that second license, getting more insurance, hiring more people, where are you going to set up? How are we going to market the new truck? When's it going to be ready? What are the delays? What's the issues with the builder? And on and on and on. So now you're not thinking about the task in front of you. You as the owner are no longer trading the work of your hands for money. You have to make the transition into being a leader. And that leader is in charge of a business. And as a leader, you're going to do more thinking and managerial tasks than you will spend time doing prepping and cleaning and mopping the floors. So even if you choose to work in one of the food trucks, you have to be in a position to handle any of the problems the other food truck might have. So remember, your workload now has to be a little bit lighter. You simply cannot wait until your rush is over and tell the the person on the, the other food truck, hey, I'll call you back when it slows down. Or worse, you just ignore your phone when it rings. See, it's easy when you only have a single food truck and the phone's ringing just to ignore it. But when you've got a second food truck, you really can't ignore it because it could be a major problem that only you as the owner can fix. And you just simply can't ignore that because you're down a dozen burgers at the moment. You are a leader. You have to be accessible. A leader is a servant to their employees. They are a resource. They are someone there to help them succeed. If you're not accessible, you're not helping them succeed. And if they don't succeed, guess who else doesn't succeed? So let's talk about the typical food truck owner and how they act as a boss. See if any of this sounds familiar to you, whether you do it yourself or you've seen someone else do it. Many bosses drive employees and they say, do this, now go do this. Now, hey, you gotta do this now. Go over here, gotta do this. And they're constantly barking orders. Bosses depend on authority or inspiring fear, and they often threaten somebody's job. You know, I can just fire you right now if you don't get that done. You ever work for somebody like that? A boss often will say, I, 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 and they'll take full credit for anything that's successful. But on the other side of that coin, when something goes wrong, they know who to blame. And if there's a guest complaint, you can be guaranteed it's either the guest's fault or some employee's fault. Even if they're the ones that mismade the burger or they're the ones that burnt something, it's somebody else's fault. And we've all had a boss like that. They use people, they expect employees to be perfect and remember their training from a single explanation. So a boss will run in and say, here's how you do a burger, you flip it this way, flip it this way, and it's done. And then you can put it on a sandwich and get some mayonnaise, tomato, ketchup, pickle, onion. 
and that's all the training an employee gets. And they expect that employee to know how to do the job from that ex explanation. Or worse, they hire an employee that says, yeah, I used to work at Burger King, Wendy's, Taco Bell, it doesn't matter. But when they hear, ooh, experience, they hire them and expect them with zero training to know how to do the job the way they want it done. That's what a boss does. That's what a lot of food truck owners do. This type of boss may be able to put lots of money in the bank, but remember, they're also omnipresent on the food truck and they're driving the staff. So they could even be successful because they're churning their staff. People get mad and quit every few weeks. They just hire somebody else. No big deal. And they might actually put some money in the bank. But they can't succeed as a leader because they can't be everywhere at once. They can't succeed owning multiple trucks because, again, they can't be everywhere at once. So as a leader, you will be different. You have to be different. A leader trains and constantly coaches employee improvement. So they're always training. They're always saying, hey, you remember how to do this? Hey, remember, you got to flip the burgers now. So they're paying attention to the job and then giving them the little reminders that, hey, now's the time for you to slow down taking those orders. We need a couple of seconds back here in the kitchen. Or they're saying, hey, pick up the pace. We need to take the orders quicker because the kitchen's not behind on anything. Let's go. Let's pick up the pace. But they're doing it in a, in a positive way. They're not yelling and screaming. They're just doing it as a reminder of the way they were trained to begin with. They earn the respect of the staff and they generate enthusiasm for the job and the business. That's what a leader does. You want your employees to be proud that they work for you. They want to be proud of the product they turn out. And they want to get excited when the business is busy and successful. If they're not, you're failing them as their supervisor. A leader always says we. It's going to be a rough day today. We got this guys. We can handle it. We're good enough to handle it. They're always saying we. They plan ahead and they think ahead to avoid things going wrong. And that helps to minimize guest complaints. But you know what? When they have a complaint, they accept responsibility and they fix the issue and they fix it as soon as possible. And a great leader passes on credit for a job well done. They don't say, hey, this business is successful because of me, because it's not. It's successful because of us. We are making these kind of sales and having this big old pile of tickets every night because of how good you guys are. I can promise you, when I work a position, no matter what position it is, I'm pretty darn fast, but I always tell my staff they're better. It encourages them to work towards getting as good as I am or as good as the best person on the truck is. And you got to coach them through those things. you got to help them to understand. You can be a little bit faster if you wrap the sandwich this way. You can put the, the mayonnaise on the bun in one swipe instead of three. Pinch your fingers together a little bit closer so you pick up the right amount of onions, the right amount of lettuce. You want to lay the pickles so that they don't touch. You want to teach them the specifications and coach them through it. And then when they do it right, you want to tell them, awesome job. Keep doing it that way for me, please. And pass on the credit. Thank them for doing a good job. So before you even think about getting a second location, you should already be in the leader category. If a lot of the things I said up there about the boss is something you're checking off going, oh, that's me, oh, that one's me too, you need to work on becoming a leader and having the traits I'm going to talk about here in just a second. Because you need to remember the team that's on your current truck, they're going to be the trainers and they're going to be the example to all the new employees when you start to hire them. And those new employees are going to emulate what they see you do and what they see your older, more experienced employees do. So let's talk about the traits of a good leader. You got to have a vision for your business. 
Hopefully you've written a mission statement for your business when you did the business plan. Remember, this is your vision for you to rally the staff around. They have to believe it, and then you have to live it. So that mission and statement is very, very important, and it should be big enough and bold enough so that every decision that you make creates that vision for your future and for the business's future. Saying that you just want to have two trucks is not a vision. That's a goal. A good leader focuses on developing their staff, and it's not only the skills to better operate a food truck, but it's also skills that they can carry on to their next job or their next profession. You want to teach them how to be better people, how to handle customer complaints. You want to teach them everything. You've got to care about your employees enough to help them be better people. If you don't care enough about them, they're not going to care about your business. I can promise you that. People that, that I hired, teenagers that I hired, I always ask them how school was going, if they had a rough day at school, had a bad test. Hey, you know, I'm really good at math. Can I help you with math? Those kind of things. Most of the time they would turn me down because they didn't want some old dude helping them out. But still that asking, how was your day? Beyond, how you doing? How was school? You told me you had a test. How'd it go? I understand you're in a cheer competition next week. What are you looking forward to? You want to talk to your people. They have a story just like you do, and they want to tell somebody. A great leader encourages strategic thinking and innovation and action from their staff. Some of your employees are going to be able to look at a job and go, hey, we can do this better. And that's a good thing, because that means they're thinking about how to make things easier, and in turn, makes things go faster, more efficiently, and helps you to deliver better service. Not every idea is going to be a great one. But you might be able to pick and choose and put two or three mediocre ideas together and turn it into one awesome idea. The idea is that your staff is always looking for ways to improve and that they aren't afraid to tell you, hey, do you think this might work? There's been more successful things come out of kitchens from the lower levels than out of chefs. So don't just discount it because you pay a minimum wage and think, hey, they don't know anything. Because if you act like they don't know anything, they will live up to your expectation. So once you've trained your staff and they're proficient in all your procedures, they're going to want to start tweaking things and you want to take their advice when it makes sense and then give them the credit. Hey, Joe over here had this awesome idea. This is how we're going to start to dress our sandwiches from this point forward because it makes sense. You want to make sure that you as a leader are self-aware and that means that you understand the impact of your actions and your words on your staff. So every time you yell and every time you cuss and every time that you do things that you would never ever do in front of a guest, you're giving your employees the permission to do it in front of the guests because that's how you're treating them. Treat your staff with the same respect, the same courtesy as you would treat your guests. Now, yes, you may put a little bit more bass in your voice to get them to hustle up when they need to hustle up, but you're not going to yell. You're not going to scream. You're just going to say, hey, Joe. Let's go. You can do better than that. Same way you do your kids. Set the example on how to act every single second that you have a team member around you. You are professional. You are polite. You are courteous. You are doing the things you want them to do. You treat them just like you want them to treat your guest. Being self-aware also means you prioritize your own personal development. You push yourself to learn new skills you don't currently have. You push yourself to learn things to help the business to get better, to help you become a better leader. You are learning. You are in educational mode for yourself all the time. And you have to practice what you learn and also practice what you preach. You have to be self-aware. Any leader that's worth following has ethical integrity and they have moral values. Great leaders are involved in their local community. They seek to become an important part of the community. 
and they give back to worthy causes. You can either give back by donating time, donating food, donating money. doesn't matter, but you want to participate in helping your community get better. Go to Chamber of Commerce meetings. Go to Restaurant Association meetings. Go to food truck meetings. If your city's big enough to have a food truck group and they have meetings, go to those things. Go to you know, city council. Go to the mayor's office. You want to be a part of changes that are going to be happening in your community. You want to know about them ahead of time, for one, because it might impact your business. But you want to be the one they're coming to and asking, hey, can you help us do this? A great leader also has great communication skills with staff and with guests and with support suppliers and with community leaders and folks just needing help. The communication has to be clear and concise and above all it has to be honest. So an employee does something that requires you to discipline them, you need to be honest in what they did wrong, you need to be honest in what's going to happen if they continue to work in that manner. Great leaders understand the impact of tonality on words as well as the impact of a quietly spoken word. You understand how you sound. So I'm going to encourage you today to create a self-improvement plan for yourself. Work on that plan. Seek a business coach. Find somebody to help you become the leader that your business deserves. So at the moment you make that decision to get that second truck or that third truck, you're in a position to be the leader your business deserves. If you're liking the podcast, please hit the support button and help in any way you can. It does mean the world to me. If you're not already joined our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? It's called Food Truck Training. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next podcast.